Another chapter in the misadventures of the Zelensky family, only this time, it's the parents who get shrunk. It'll take ingenuity, household hijinks, and help from the Zelensky children to get the parents back to normal. But not before the kids live it up with no rules. It's Honey We Shrunk Ourselves, this week on Sucktastic Cinema. Well, this isn't very good. Suck. Welcome back into Sucktastic Cinema, one and all, to where if these movies try too hard or know what they are, endearment is the name of the game. I am Steven. And I am Matt. And uh, thank you for joining us once again thank this you. week for another rousing episode. Uh, thank you for those of you who listened last week to mm-hmm. where we sat down with our very close friend, Dan Drake, and we yes. had a, a great time talking mm-hmm. about riffing on and rewriting yes. the movie Biodome. Biodome. What a great, what a great yes. episode that was! It was a great episode, a great time, and it's always awesome being able to talk to our good friend, creative friend Dan Drake. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week is back to just Matt and I, um, and this week we are talking about a movie that, um, and in the last couple of weeks we've been talking about movies to where we're like, uh, this movie sucks, and yeah. we wouldn't want to really watch that, it. That's for true. Fun. Yeah, we haven't done a ton that we find endearing. Yeah, uh, this movie. And I know we'll we'll talk more about it, like as far as like what's good about it. This movie is actually a movie we enjoy, and yeah. it's actually quite charming mm-hmm. yeah. in a lot of ways. To which, when we talk about what's good about it, we'll say kind of what we feel sure. is charming about it. Honey, we shrunk ourselves as we do. Yes, which uh, for those of you who might have seen our post um, about what's to come during the month of shows, mm-hmm. um, I don't think we've ever stuck with any of those <laughs> uh, uh, upcoming shows posts. Maybe once. Maybe. I can't remember. But anyway, you might have seen that the last week of June here would be uh, Taking of Beverly Hills, which is a trailer we saw on Suburban Commando. Mm-hmm. And we thought we found it on YouTube, but it is a very bad quality. So it's there. It's, it's just the, yeah. virtually unwatchable. So instead, we moved Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves further down from the schedule up to right now. Yep. And you are currently listening to it but before congratulations congratulations before we get into that matt why don't you let everyone know what our socials are so our socials on social social media Mm. on instagram we are at sucktastic pod and then on twitter we are at sucktastic sin cin for cinema hello sinners hi if you have been listening you know we have established our listening base as the sinners our our fans are our sinners let so, us know if you're a sinner yes out there. please and how proud you are of being a sinner yes please what's the way what's the way they can show that they're proud to be a sinner if you're proud to be a sinner you can go on all major podcast platforms so spotify stitcher apple Podcasts, itunes and overcast yes and like, overcast. like we said we'd plug because mm-hmm. dan is such a huge proponent mm-hmm. of overcast yes uh so any and all major podcast apps which however you take in your podcast subscribe download mm-hmm. whatever you do make sure to please go do that and if it's available. Make sure to give us five stars, leave a review because it really helps us out. Yes, it does. We would like to get in the focus on uh, any of those apps as far as suggested shows. Mm-hmm. But we are suggesting you enjoy this show because it's movie time. And now for our feature presentation. 
Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves, released March 18th, 1997, which they wanted to push for a 1996 release in theaters and theaters yeah. uh, of the movie which would have if it was released in theaters in 1996 it would have been our third movie in a row celebrating 25 25th oh, anniversary yeah. mm-hmm. and uh and our fourth movie celebrating 25 years um of being uh, of being a thing yeah uh, but it, it wasn't so it came out in 1997 straight yeah. to video because there was such a huge like disney was having great success with their straight to video animated right. movies so yeah. they're like we'll just make this straight to video mm-hmm. so it's the first uh i think it was the fur no i can't remember what it, it was the first of it's the first honey we shrunk it's the first Honey We, we Shrunk Shr- Ourselves that doesn't have an animated yeah, and, opening and credit sequence. Yeah, and that was sequence. straight to video. Yeah, and that was but, straight But I can't video, remember yeah. if it was like their first live action, straight at least to video. since the Disney Renaissance. Yeah, straight I don't know. to video. I don't know. It was straight to video. Yeah. So there's not going to be box office for it. Yeah. Directed by Dean Cundy, who is royalty, who is a legend in movies. He was director of photography on Back to the uh, Future. Well, yeah, on back to on all the Back to the Futures, um, several of the classic John Carpenter movies, including oh. the first Halloween, oh, Halloween yeah. Two, Escape yeah, from yeah. New York, um, all the Back to the Futures, Jurassic Park, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Casper, Apollo Jeez. Thirteen, cinematographer on Big Trouble in Little China, nice. Roadhouse, Hook, The Flintstones, which Jesus. he did earlier, and uh, Camp Rock. Ah, that'll be on here. Yeah, oh, maybe no. that maybe that'll be what we do in place of when we were going to do this in September. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, Camp Rock, starring uh, Rick Moranis as mm. Wayne Zelensky. He's back as Wayne Zelensky, which is uh, it's Rick Moranis. It's credited as Rick Moranis's last live action yeah. role between before he retired. Yeah. Um, and hopefully we are gonna work uh, with everything in our power to make sure he never becomes a hall of uh, sucktastic hall of famer. Not because he doesn't deserve any sort of that. That that's not the hall of fame we want him in. Right. Um, he was in the Flintstones, which he did the right. Flintstones episode with yeah. Jeremy. Uh, but Rick Moranis is making his second appearance, unfortunately. But again, we're going to try and never do a movie to where Rick yeah. Moranis would mm-hmm. be in the Sucktastic Cinema yeah. Hall of Fame. Eve Gordon as Diane Zelensky. Bug Hall as Adam Zelensky. Ah, or yes. Alfalfa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Newt from the Big Green. Newt from the Big Green. He's Alfalfa. He played Eddie Munster in a really shitty monsters christmas movie from oh, the mid 90s i did not know that yeah uh bug hall has been in a a handful of roles that people would be like oh hey bug hall but alfalfa yeah. is probably his biggest role sure um robin bartlett as patty Zelinsky, Stuart pankin as gordon Zelinsky, um allison mack as jenny mm, Zelinsky, sex cult uh sex, provocateur <laughs> yeah sex cult leader and that's we're not even joking she no, and she's look in, it up. she's in prison for it yeah um but like yeah a hollywood sex cult yeah or like something. the i don't i literally just forgot what it was called i don't remember but yeah. it's like yeah it, cheers but, <laughs> yes. yes cheers but yeah she uh was in trouble for she's in trouble for being a co-leader or at least a big wig and a sex cult um, Jake Richardson as Mitch Zelensky, and uh we i must mention mila kunis is in this yes. movie as jenny's friend jill and it um, will be not. It won't be her last time no, on here. Wait till Christmas. She was in yeah. Santa with muscles, uh, or kind of like a year before this. Yes. Or yeah, a year before this. And it looks like no, it looks like it's a Nexium. 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 Yeah, okay. that's what it's yeah. called. Um, so our weekly segment, the VHS open here, um, which Matt and I actually a little bit of history for us. We actually rented this at least two times. Oh growing yeah. Up. Any, oh yeah. At any, least. Anytime I think of this movie, I think of our old room. At our house that we lived in until we were pretty much nine, mm-hmm. just turned ten, yeah, and uh, watching this in our room, 
there. Yeah. So that's what I think of with that. Um, but I do recognize this VHS open. It's uh, first the 101 Dalmatian Storybook on CD-ROM. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I remember when they used to yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, coming soon to own on VHS, Mighty Ducks, the movie, the first face-off. The, the animated one. The animated one. movie, yeah. animated mm-hmm. series. Uh, the live-action 101 Dalmatians. Yes. Uh, and The NeverEnding Story 3 with, with Jack, Jack Black. Black. Which his that's his that's kind of his second peripheral yeah uh uh appearance and and two directly because yeah. uh, if you didn't listen to our biodome episode tenacious d has a surprise appearance oh yeah and really brief yeah. yeah and then now he's in the trailer for never yeah. ending story three i'm sure we might accidentally do another jack black movie yeah like which, something where we're like oh jack black is in this yeah to which we we'd have to figure out what are the rules do, we'll do airborne <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, and finally, The Thief and the Cobbler. So it's an animated movie. Um, not, I don't know what animation studio it's yeah. from, but I recognize it. Yeah. Um, the Thief and the Cobbler. I feel like it was an animated movie that was dubbed into English. Mm. Um, yeah. But let's get into the movie. Yes. Um, the movie opens up on a shot of a house, and the camera steadily pans across to a mail truck approaching a mailbox emblazoned with the name Zelensky. So we all know yeah, the our, Zelenskys. Our titular Zelenskys in this movie, the Zelensky yes. Files. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, the mailman puts the mail in the box and smirks as the mailbox outfitted to look like a Rube Goldberg machine sends the mail into the house. Once in the house, we see Diane Zelensky, but if you've seen the other two installments, you notice that it isn't the Diane Zelensky we are familiar with. No, that's the thing with, I hate recasting, and I understand understand the necessity of it sometimes, but you as a moviegoer who's been along for the ride, and now you put someone else who's playing Mm -hmm. the same character, it's it's just really tough to suspend your disbelief. Plus, she doesn't look like she's old enough to have two adult children. Yeah, I was going to say, I I made a note here that the recasting makes her reminiscing about events with the older Zelensky's odd. Yeah, because she doesn't look old enough to have been their mom. Yeah, but again, we're supposed to we're supposed to connect to the character of Diane Diane sure. Zelensky and not the actress. But yeah. again, but again, part of that is the actress is the face of the character. Yeah, plus so that's why it's weird. And mentioning the other kids from the previous movies, mm-hmm. they're that's the only they're men mentioned at the beginning when they're talking about sending Adam to camp. Right, and they're like so and so went to this camp, so that. And that's the only mention. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, she's on the phone with her sister-in-law, Patty, chatting her up about the bomb-ass rager of a vacation the two of them are about to embark Hitting on. Chatty with Patty. Yes. Uh, Adam, the to- Adam, the toddler who was blown up in the second film but yes. seemingly shows no side effects <laughs> of his drastic body transformations, <laughs> exactly. laments to his mother that they are out of peanut butter. She says his dad is the one to blame and go bug him about it. Go bug him about ah, it. Ah, yes. Come yes. on. Come on, bug. I just realized. Go, bug. Yeah, no, no pun um, intended. And so for any of you who've never seen Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, it's not blowing up in the sense of explosion. The kid, uh, co- you know, spontaneously it's, combusted yeah, or something. Instead of shrinking him, he makes him grow. Yeah, so he so blows him up. blew him up. And they don't mention it at all in this yeah. movie. Adam goes outside to bring up the peanut butter problem to his father. We hear Daddy on a call with someone. While Adam tries to get his attention, our hero Wayne Zelensky pops in a frame with one of his wild inventions on his head, a solar-powered phone headset helmet, which kind of looks like uh, he was wearing something like that in like, the first movie. But uh, also, yeah, yeah. Lewis Tully. Yes. He, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I didn't make the connect. I mean, I knew, I know Rick Moranis played Lewis Tully, right, but, but I didn't make the Lewis Tully connection. Wearing kind of the, the weird headgear. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, Vince while, Clortho. <laughs> yes. While Adam tries to get his attention, our hero Wayne Zelensky pops in a frame with one of his wild. Yes, I, yes, you just said that. Yes, I know. Yes, Thank you. Yes. Stop retreading. Uh, yes. Wayne is talking to someone in Washington D.C. as his shrinking ray from the from the two movies, the problematic yes. shrinking ray. That's what he used to shrink the kids. Yes. Uh, and blow up the kid that he's talking to, which they never mentioned. Yes. But keep going. Is being put in the Smithsonian next to the gramophone and across from Liberace's nipple rings. <laughs> uh, Back in the house, Wayne is looking for peanut butter. Adam tries to. They le- said that, by the way. Yes, and he was very excited about that yeah. one. Yeah, Rick Moranis next to the gramophone. Liberace's nipple yeah, rings. Yeah, Li- Rick Moranis is like, oh, Liberace, his nipple rings. Yes, exactly. If only, and the on, only the way Rick Moranis can get excited. Yes. Back in the house, Wayne is looking for peanut butter. Adam tries to level with his dad and telling him that with summer coming up, he doesn't want to go to science camp and he wants mm-hmm. to go to baseball camp. Wayne is gobsmacked by this news. Adam says it was fun and all, which is debatable. No. Uh, but isn't down a clown with the science crowd this summer. Uh-uh. Wayne tries to convince Adam. He wants Adam, to get to second base. Yes. <laughs> Wayne tries to convince Adam to go back for his fourth year because year four is where he learns trigonometry. Trigonometry. Yeah. I heard that algebra was on there last year. This is trigonometry. That's Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean. It's the first episode of Mr. Bean. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. Get through school. Please, let us get through this, people, and get our Mr. Bean references in. Um, Adam doesn't bite, which is crazy because that argument wins over any child. Uh, yeah. Adam laments all of his friends are going to baseball camp, to which Rain, ret- Wayne, Rain? Wayne retorts that baseball <laughs> yeah, exactly. is a fad, but mm. science will always be cool. Mm-hmm. Then he grounds up some peanuts in the coffee grinder and tries to make Adam believe it's peanut butter. Yeah, what was he trying to do? He's trying to make peanut butter. No, I know what he, I know he was trying to I make peanut know. butter, but Something's... his ingredients were peanuts and then and nothing. coffee grounds that were still in the coffee maker. Yeah, I didn't know if he was going to mix some sort you of at coagulate. Least, Put butter in there. <laughs> yeah, it's, pe- it's peanut butter. It's yeah, easy. Come on now. <laughs> Diane calls down to Wayne to let him know he needs to get his ass in gear because he has a big presentation at work. As Wayne hurries off to work, he consults with a giant Tiki Man statue mm-hmm. randomly posted up in the living room. He says how much he loves him and thanks him for, <laughs> for making it rain the day before. Diane walks downstairs. I love you. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Uh, Diane walks downstairs with a magazine and a morning Slurpee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she ran. Okay. The kid. I was like, where'd, where'd mom get the Slurpee? And why, and why this early in the morning? Yeah. it's. I was like, maybe she had it on her nightstand overnight. Maybe. So but don't want to like go to waste. Yeah. I don't, uh, still some juice at the bottom. Uh, she corners Wayne before he leaves and tells him that he needs to get rid of the culturally appropriating eyesore while she's off living it up, not giving a fuck on vacation. <laughs> living life in the fast. Yeah, night. exactly. <laughs> Uh, this exchange continues as a recurring theme in the trilogy where zany wany schemes and inventions <laughs> cause rifts in their marriage. So we grew up watching parts of the first movie mm. and kind of parts of the second movie. Yeah. I didn't really watch the first movie, like sit down and actually watch it until a couple years ago. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't realize there was like marital problems yeah. that were like causing a rift between Wayne and Diane. Yeah. And it looks like the new Diane, they can keep that consistent here. Yeah. And I don't remember much from blew up the kid except for Carrie Russell yes. in the nineties. Exactly. Uh, Must tread lightly. She was a teenager. Yes, this is true. Um, but, um, 
yeah, there might have been there might have been problems in the second one and blew yeah. up the kid, I think, besides blowing up the kid. Right. I think the first one She doesn't like me. Here's what I'm gonna do to her kid. And then <laughs> it's your kid too. The first one, um, that's how they tried to solve their marital problems. Oh, shrinking the kids. Shrinking the kids because no kids, no problem. Exactly. <laughs> yes. That this is true. Those of you out there who have kids just Get rid of them. Yeah, just shrink them. Yes, exactly. Even if it just means emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cut so, them down to size. Yes. <laughs> anyway, Wayne reassures the Tiki man he will think of a way to trick his wife so that he can keep him. Um, can I keep you? Um, Casper, <laughs> Casper, Dean Cundy. Dean, uh, it's true. <laughs> can I keep you? Uh, Diane, That's kind of the line. Yeah. Uh, Diane walks into the kitchen to find Adam putting cold Chinese food in a paper bag. Mm. <laughs> she shrugs off his choice of lunch, and Adam tries asking his mom if his brother <laughs> likes science camp. So, <laughs> so uh, yes, the, he Adam is also related to Nick and his sister Amy. Yeah, but then from again, the first movie. Yes, it's just having a different Adam to it. I don't know. It, it's just it's still kind of yeah. strange was, when these completely yeah. different people reference. Yeah, was Amy in blew up the kid? Yeah, I briefly. think she was in it very briefly. She was in there. Briefly. At least she was in it. But um, his other brother Nick Nick, Nick is was in like there. the main kid because yeah. he was like, you know, trying to be the big brother to Adam. Yeah. Um. So. He talks about if Nick liked science camp. Uh, Diane says that Nick, she is who she has been mother to, and definitely not someone else for two other movies, No, loves science camp and was only upset when he had to leave. Adam says he isn't feeling science camp. Diane says Adam's sister, Amy, who she has been mother to this whole time, yes. uh, didn't go to science camp. She went to Shakespeare camp, and maybe Adam would enjoy that. Adam gives a hard pass, then deters her away from killing the yeah. disgusting Daddy Longlegs. He says how Daddy Longlegs kill other bugs, mm-hmm. and how her actions of sparing the life of the arachnid will pay off for her later in the film. Yes, that's exactly yeah. what he said. He said, just wait, Mom, just, and then left. Yeah. <laughs> Diane looks at him sideways, but just then we hear a car knocking over a trash can in the driveway. She pulls a pizza delivery boy from Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> Keeps uh, knocking shit over. Yeah. Uh, she says Aunt Patty, whom she was on the phone with earlier, is here to take him to school. Diane and Adam walk out to the driveway as Patty gets out of the car, apologizing for being late. She puts a block behind the front driver's side tire and approaches Diane. Mm-hmm. She lays out some worries she has about leaving the kids alone without them present, one of which being her youngest, Adam's cousin Mitch, getting sick, which is in reference to a condition he has. Diane says not to worry. That's why the husbands are there. Which yeah, exactly. Pa- which Patty comments that only worries her more. That we're we're, it's you, you watch it and you don't. You're like okay, whatever. You mm-hmm. just go with the flow, but you realize that it's that trope of the idiot dads. Yeah. To where it's which as I get older, I'm like, that I don't like that. Yeah. But it's it's painting dads as babysitters and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and it's that they're inept and incapable and incompetent. Yeah. Um, which these char- these characters are, but yeah, for for the most part, yeah, yeah they they're they they're masters of trickery yeah. and tricking people. You, you should, kids. but you shouldn't have a all right, gang. We're about to leave, so here's what that means. It should be all right. We're leaving. Dad's gonna take care of you. You know, yeah. Um, which is a stigma that hopefully um is being we're we're working yeah. our way out of. We need men's people. rights. What about men's rights? Yeah. Uh, Diane reminds Patty that they absolutely need this trip to save their own sanity. Patty is a neurotic mess, and Diane is far from experiencing marital bliss. Yes. She even tries to further quell Patty's worries by saying the kids are responsible enough. Yes. I will say the 
these characters get progressive payoffs yeah that stuff yeah while in the car adam and mitch talk about disgusting things that have come out of their body which grosses out adam's cousin and mitch's sister jenny who's in the front seat yeah it's the way they're telling the stories to each other like they're saying like this one time this Mm -hmm. like it's the first time they're meeting yeah which it's like if they're so close, they've probably heard these stories before. I still and, think of stories and, that I haven't told friends I've known for years. Yeah, but it's it's just weird that you're talking to your cousin that you're so close to. You're like this one time that, especially if it's a time, it's like yeah, I was there. Like, I don't know. It's just remember. Even if he said like remember this, remember that. It's like well, these are w- weird. Like you're randomly just having memories instead of like oh yesterday this happened. Da 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 da. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's just, I don't really think of it that much. Um, fine. Okay. Uh, Mitch talks about something embarrassing that happened to Jenny, and she shoots back that at least she's not some perpetually sick kid like he is. Mitch Mm. squawks back. She's sick in the head. She's got sick thoughts. Exactly. Mitch squawks back that he can't help his potassium deficiency. Jenny says that maybe that may be the case, but how does he explain his IQ deficiency? Adam recognizes a good burn when he hears it and responds accordingly, so Mitch kicks Jenny's seat. The two bicker back and forth, and Patty realizes they better split. Mm. As the two walk back to the car, Diane wonders what the F is up with the block. Patty says the car was acting funny, and she doesn't want the brakes to cut out, especially <laughs> if she's racing down a hill and she can't stop if she plows into the side of a daycare. My br- my brakes! My brakes! <laughs> it's like, like Toontses. Uh, Look out, Toontses! <laughs> uh, Diane says her worries about things she should worried about she should be worried about is exactly why she needs to escape her worries. At Zelensky Labs, Wayne is botching his important pre- his important presentation to some big wigs and fat cats. Yeah. As he's screwing the pooch, his brother Gordon swoops in to save his bacon and keep the company from becoming a laughing stock. So, uh, brother Gordon, who he had no knowledge of prior. Oh, but, well. But that's okay. Yeah. It's not like he had any need to mention a brother in the other two movies. It's true. Yeah. Um, Gordon smooths stuff over with the prospect of a brunch buffet for the guests, and he pulls Wayne aside to calm him down. The brothers venture into another end of the building where there are a lot of crazy projects going on. After walking by a talking dog, Wayne asks about a, <laughs> about a Project Green Lantern Gordon had been working on. Walking by, it'd be funny if they didn't even, because what they do is they walk in and they're like, hey, so-and-so, how's mm-hmm. the project with, with yeah. this dog going? And the dog says a few things and they have a little repartee or whatever. Mm-hmm. It'd be funny if they just walked by <laughs> uh, a talking dog like, oh, hello, hello. Yeah, and exactly. they just walked by it and mm-hmm. didn't acknowledge it. It's just a background thing for you to catch as an audience member. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the Project Green Lantern Gordon had been working on, and Gordon says there's some issues with its project that is highway workers drinking a substance to help them illuminate and increase their visibility (laughs) at night. Gordon has Wayne drink the strange fluorescent substance with him. The two see the substance glowing in their stomachs, and Wayne says they should drink some milk to get the radioactive substance to poison the rest of their bodies. (laughs) As they celebrate with their shirts up, Wayne's assistant pops in to tell the geeks that another geek has tickets to the, uh, the that evening's shuttle touchdown, and she was seeing if they wanted them. The two pop a collective boner over the opportunity to watch a spaceship come down and <laughs> maybe st- crash. They start but- giving each other stomach raspberries. Yes, exactly. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Next five minutes is just them going back and forth. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Um, so they get hard ex- cut. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> 
Um, so the two pop a collective boner or they have opportunity to watch the spaceship come down and maybe crash. But then Gordon asked Wayne if there was something they were supposed to do that weekend. Wayne's, Wayne's absent-mindedness rears its head, and he says he can't think of anything they were supposed to be doing that weekend. Mm. He calls Diane, who is putting $40 out for that weekend's pizza. At first, Wayne gets the machine as Diane looks for the phone helmet. So he leaves a message informing her that he and Gordon aren't going to be there that night because he and Gordon will be watching a rocket ship come down. <laughs> Just before he hangs up, Diane picks up and gives Wayne a friendly reminder that she is having a girl's getaway that weekend and she desperately needs the escape from her motherly duties and his bullshit. And he and his brother have kid watching duties. Later on, Patty and Gordon are ushering Mitch and Jenny up to the Zelensky house as the children will be staying over there. Oh, bleh, will be staying over there for that weekend. Mm. Patty mentions they're late because she almost forgot Mitch's medicine. Once the kids and dads are in front of the house, the moms lay out the ground rules for that weekend. Even though the whole lot of them will be hopeless without them, they can get through the next two days if they follow these simple rules: keep their piggy little snouts out of the fridge between meals. Yes. Take your vitamins. No rollerblading in the house. Get rid of that effing tiki man. And then Jenny butts in and asks if she can have some friends over, to which Patty says no way in a blue hell. Which, why, like, what if the dads were like, I don't care. You have a couple friends over. It's like, why isn't she asking the dads if she can have friends over? Because mom makes the rules. Mm. And dads drool. This is an oppressive society where men's needs rights. We need to acknowledge men's rights. We need men's rights, people. What about men's rights? Whatever happened to the father being the head of the household? Whatever happened to the father making the decisions? Mark 21.12 says the father. Luke 21.3 says the father should should come over and dad should be the head of the household. And they should be allowed to have parties. Happy Father's Day, everybody. We're touching our our index fingers getting <laughs> twin powers activate <laughs> have the, the father's the day the lord saith that god comes first and then dad and then america yeah <laughs> we're recording this on father's day yes just exactly FYI. <laughs> yes so that's why we are so we are being so radical about this whole thing <laughs> anyway back to the movie um <laughs> jenny cops a two that she can't have friends over and it's only just a matter of trust to which Patty tells her to save her breath, Billy Joel. <laughs> save, she's like, save your breath, Billy Joel. Yeah. Uh, as the moms say goodbye, Patty gives hugs and kisses to her family. I will interrupt and say one of the things, so I mentioned at the beginning here, and we will kind of mm-hmm. mention at the end, this movie is very charming. It I is. Mean, I know I'm going through and I'm saying, yeah. and like with any other episode, I'm going through the synopsis of the movie and I'm like joking and we're shitting on it. Yeah, so, yeah. Just because that's the the whole, that's the name of the game that's here. That's the thing. But honestly, this is a this is a quick watch and I really like it. And yeah. one small thing is while Jenny is like, she keeps trying to like be combative with her mom, yeah. like Gordon, who's her dad, like just kind of subtly kind of puts his, like, like not like cups it over her face yeah, yeah. forcefully. He just kind of puts his hand over her mouth just yeah. to indicate like don't fight right, with your that's mother. All right? Yeah. 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 I yeah. The main characters in this movie. So the parents and then uh, the the three kids. Mm-hmm. They're not really like cringy. The dialogue like, is is not bad. There are corny things that happen. Mm-hmm. So you're like nah. Yeah. But like the all the they're all. It's all very watchable. It's like you yeah. said, it's an easy watch. You mm-hmm. can sit through, and there's a few things to roll your eyes at, but other than that, like it's an easy watch, mm-hmm. and you can get through it. Right. Um, so as the moms say goodbye, Patty gives hugs and kisses to her family, and Diane kisses Adam and gives Wayne an awkward hug goodbye. Yeah. As she's leaving, Patty lists several things to Mitch 
that he needs to do to stay safe. To which Mitch retorts with, um, this line structure bothered me. Yeah. Um, is why don't he says why don't you put me in a plastic bubble? Why don't you? Yeah, which is redundant. Like, it, that's it's almost that's almost like the fact that you think about it. Someone wrote that and it got and it and got it, past an editor. Yeah, it didn't get revised. It's yeah. almost like something improvised. Yeah. Like that's what that's what it feels mm-hmm. like. Yeah, it's like maybe the line, you know, maybe they told the kid playing Mitch, he's like, "Here's the line," but like, you know, yeah. it, it just come, just you're you're exasperated yeah. and you're tired of your mom babying yeah. you and blah blah blah. Yeah, or you read the line and then you got to go repeat it mm-hmm. like from memory. Yeah, and and that's what it is. Yeah, it's like in Just for Kicks when she said, "You driving me crazy with all these." Crazy stunts. Yes, I'm so glad we revisited just for kicks. Yes, um, that was I'm not not because you hosted, but because mm. that movie is bad. <laughs> that movie is bad. Um, Diane's parting words to Adam are drowned out by a nearby leaf blower. Yes. The blower dies down as she shouts for all to hear that Adam has plenty of clean underwear. Everyone laughs at Adam, and Diane has a look on her face indicating she doesn't understand why her comment embarrassed her son. Yeah, which. I don't know. You can't be that clueless, Mom. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's just because I'm older and I don't give a shit about that kind of stuff anymore. But, like, I I don't know. I'd rather... I would rather have a clean pair of underwear every day, and I don't think it's embarrassing. Yeah. But as a kid, your mom's saying, you have a bunch of clean... Un- okay, Mommy, thank you for the clean underwear. Oh, I just thought it was funny that she kind of just shrugged. She's like, what oh, did yeah. I say? Yeah, it's, like, it's true. You, you're, you're not that you... out of touch. You're yeah. not that much older than these kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very funny that out. <laughs> the kids set their stuff down inside and wonder what the dads have up their sleeves that weekend. <clears throat> Wayne says since the kids are guests in his home, they're going to endure whatever Wayne thinks is fun. So yeah. he excitedly tells the kids he has gumdrops and marshmallows, so they're, the, they're all making models of water molecules. Yeah. And if they want to eat that weekend, they all better like it. Yeah, and Wayne does, he does kind of this animate, these animated motions, like molecule yeah, action like, and stuff like that, which would not work if it were anyone else it, but Rick but Moranis. Rick Moranis. I should say it would not be as likable. It, it, it would not be as acceptable and... Maybe dismissible, tolerable, if you will. Tolerable if it hadn't been for Rick Moranis. I I had a note that on here that said, "Proof that Rick Moranis can do no wrong." Exactly. Mitch calls his uncle a maniac, which is nothing Wayne hadn't heard before. However, Wayne realizes he forgot the toothpicks. Wayne asks if the kids can go get some and inquires with them how much they cost nowadays. Jenny pulls a fast one on her uncle and says six or seven bucks a pop. Mm-hmm. Wayne falls for it and hands, for, and hands her a 10. Jenny's eyes bug out bigger than if she'd got a new sex cult recruit. Mm. And she snatches... She gets the, that commission, baby. Yeah, she snatches... I also will say that it's a it's a very traumatizing thing that she was yes. a part of. But yes. um, we make jokes here. <laughs> <laughs> this, that's what we do. Uh, we are very sensitive to that. Um, as you can hear, and she and, and <laughs> she tell, <laughs> and she snatches the tenor from her uncle. Wayne tells them to grab some snacks with the remainder and to be home soon. Kids hustle out of the house to celebrate the spoils of their trickery. Mm-hmm. Gordon is surprised Wayne forgot something so crucial to the yeah. construction of water mo- molecule models, and Wayne gives a sly smirk. Gordon is curious what Wayne is up to, and Wayne mentions that that it isn't the kids who pull the fast one yeah. on him, but him who tricked the kids. Yeah, it's it's maybe if uh, Gordon would have had phrased it as, it's not like you to forget such a crucial ingredient to a fun science experiment, but he said, it's not like you to forget toothpicks, as if we were to forget that earlier he forgot peanut butter, and the gag was he's painting himself as responsible, but he can't... Su- he can't remember something as easy as peanut butter. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just toothpicks specifically 
that maybe, maybe since it's he they're already in the realm of referencing water molecules and how to construct them mm-hmm. that's what gordon's referencing could be so he said it's not like you to forget toothpicks for something like the water molecule and that's models. what i thought of too but i don't know it's just i get hung up on the language mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. And the way he phrased it made it sound like it's not like you to forget toothpicks as like it's not like you to be forgetful about groceries. Yeah. Um, he tells I'm, I'm going to I'm going to keep going. Okay. We'll talk later. <laughs> um, he tells he tells Gordon he wanted the kids out of the house so he could save the Tiki Man. Save the Tiki Man. Save the Tiki Man. Do you know the history of that Tiki Man? That Lightning struck that Tiki Man in 1955. Save the clock tower. Yes. A Dean Cundy reference. <laughs> yes. Uh, the two lugged the giant statue up to the attic. All the while, they're dumbfounded as to why Diane would want them to get rid of it. While in the attic, Wayne tells Gordon he's going, he's, he's giving, oh, okay. Uh, Wayne tells Gordon he's giving the shrink ray one last hurrah before it goes into the Smithsonian next to Ben Franklin's positive chlamydia test. Mm. Uh, which I spelled chlamydia right the first time. I didn't need spell check. Nice. Um, <laughs> Good for you. Hooray for me. <laughs> it wasn't already as like a preset. I'm not always looking up chlamydia. No. Do um, I have it? <laughs> do, do, do you have it? How do you have chlamydia without having sex? Mm. <laughs> mm. Um, Gordon urges Wayne that using the machine is a very, very bad idea. Not only did the government tell him to never use it again, more importantly, Diane told him to never yeah, use it again. Yeah, the old ball and chain. Exactly. Wayne shrugs off Gordon's concern and says what they don't know won't hurt them. We now get a shot of the wives in Diane's car halfway yeah. down the block. Diane asks Patty if a vacation will help seven years of tension and emotional buildup in her marriage, or will it just be a band-aid over cancer? Mm. Patty empathizes with her and says she has a cure for her blues. She has a Neil Diamond cassette that is going to rock their world. <laughs> yeah. Pa- Patty acts like it's a Fabio workout tape she snuck or some sort of forbidden fruit, not a cassette tape she more than likely listens to while cleaning yeah. the house. And that's a note I had. Is one, they get all excited about this Neil Diamond tape mm-hmm. as if a special treat as if it's like a special treat to listen to music to pass the time on a long road mm-hmm. trip. And then it's like, do they not listen to Neil Diamond normally? Like, right. why does she feel naughty for sneaking this tape into her purse? It's like, not like, I, just, it's, I don't get what the big deal is. It's not like a is. church kid listening to death metal while yeah, his exactly. homeschool parents don't know. Like, he brought, like a church kid brought his Walkman, and he's like, he's like here. Snuck this on. It's like scorpions. Like, yeah. Oh, scorpions. Or, like, or it's a, like a, I guess more so kind of when we were quote unquote church kids in junior yeah. high. It's not breaking Benjamin and like a Stephen Curtis Chapman C D yeah, case. Exactly. That, uh, that's a good comparison. You bring like a st- Stephen Curtis Chapman C D case, but you open it and you're like oh, disturbed. Yes. Or something like that. Um anyway, the ladies freak out at the sexual magnetism of a Harry Chester medallion clad crooner like Neil Diamond. Mm-hmm. You bet your balls it's Neil Diamond. Bet your... Yeah, Neil. Uh, uh, The excitement is short-lived when Patty realizes she forgot to leave Mitch's medicine. The moms turn around so they can drop it off. Back in the attic, Wayne is checking the settings on the shrink ray and trying to fire it up. He calls Gordon over to let him know when the machine reaches critical mass, and he mentions how he wanted the kids gone so he doesn't accidentally shrink them and or blow them up. Uh, which he's done before. Yes. <laughs> um, the machine reaches critical mass, and Wayne presses the button, effectively shrinking the Tiki Man. The two rush over to see if they can spot the shrunken totem. As they're on their hands and knees looking, the machine mm. starts to ramp up again. 
Gordon expresses concern, but Wayne tells him no one is here to press the button. But little do they know, a shelf above the machine housing a croquet set vibrates because of the ray and causes a croquet ball to roll down and hit the button when it reaches critical mass again. As we can all guess, it shrinks the brothers as they praise Wayne's genius. Yeah, so when the bros shrunk, when the like when the brothers shrunk, yeah. they didn't feel it. Like they didn't feel it. Like the I know the it, the the way it shot the perspective on the Tiki Man changed, but not in a way to suggest it had grown back. Mm-hmm. Like the the guys like they would have felt themselves getting closer to the ground just based on like temperature shift. Right, and then like the perspective was shot from it clearly. Right, at least maybe it's just suspend disbelief, and that's just yeah. what the audience perspective is. But it makes it look like they literally their their vantage point gets way closer to the ground. Yeah, very exactly, and they and. Yeah, and, and their bodies like they don't. I feel like that would have a, a significant change in in your like body. Adam seems to be okay, and he was yeah. blown up to yeah, a million exactly. times his little You'd size. At least, I'm I'm sure it at least would feel weird to be shrunk. Right. Uh, the two think the experiment didn't take because the Tiki Man is bigger than them again. But when Gordon turns around to see Wayne has shrunk, but then Gordon turns around to see Wayne has shrunk them. The ladies peek their heads back into the house and they hear some. Com- well, they come back Hello? in and they they, they put yeah. the medicine on the kitchen they, counter. They forgot such and yeah. such is medicine. Mitch's medicine. Mitch's medicine. And as they're turning around to leave, they hear a uh, commotion in the attic. Diane concludes that the guys are working and she and Patty go- should go upstairs to surprise them. Yeah. Gordon is livid and he goes to choke out his brother. Just then the ladies walk in and Wayne says they need to get out of their way because they could step on them. Mm-hmm. Patty notices the machine is still hot, but Diane foolishly thinks her husband knows better than to use it ever again. It hasn't worked in years. Yeah. Um, as the wives turn to leave the attic, another croquet ball falls off the shelf and rolls down the machine, pressing the button as it hits critical mass again. The women get shrunk like a skunk and Wayne <laughs> sheepishly goes to greet his wife. Needless to say, the women are none too pleased, and Diane faints at the realization that she has been shrunk. Women are so dramatic. Yeah, come on now. It's, <laughs> yeah, don't act like you've been shrunk it. before. Yeah, exactly. And just like the kids she totally had in the first movie, she is small. <laughs> Patty asks Gordon how this could have happened and what the H-E double hell a damn tiki man is doing there. Diane figures out what this has been all about, and she lovingly lets Wayne know that if he thought she wouldn't notice his little ruse, guess what? She fucking noticed. Yeah. She, like, she screams right in his face. Yeah. Uh, and w- also, Wayne, there's a lot of stuff Wayne deserves. Like, Wayne yeah. deserves the end of, like, Diane's frustration. Listen, just because I love you, Rick Moranis, yes. this character does not get this a pass. This character, yes, there's blowback to you being such a, a wild inventor yeah. like it causes rifts in your family yeah also i'd like to point out that his brother gordon i kind of like that they the just the way this actor looks they could have made him some like douchey jock older brother yeah, but, but no. they made him like a likable science guy like right, rick moran right from the go it didn't yeah. take any building or him to come around to him like the neighbor in the first movie yeah. um gordon tells diane to try and calm down to which she and patty tell gordon to shove his optimism up his ass <laughs> The parents start nipping at each other, and Gordon butts in to suggest they all need to get out of there some somehow. They all need to get out of there somehow and quick. Wayne concurs because there are bloodthirsty cockroaches, cockroaches in these parts, and understandably so. The women freak out. The parents spot a wicker chair and make their way over to it. Wayne asks if Diane will be mad at him during the whole time they're small, and she gives him a firm yes to that question. The parents scale the chair in record time. When they reach the top, they see that the way to get to the window is across a thin a thin stick coming off of the wicker chair, um, which I also will say 
they're they've they're clever and creative and how yeah in the first how, movie using too, their environment how 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 they get around yeah just think ant man like an ant man when mm-hmm. you see just normal size like toys and how yeah. how he he uses that world yeah. to to it's just it's creative he uses yeah. that world from a different perspective it's fun these movies yeah. are fun it's very fun yeah um this movie is fun this one is a lighter tone yeah than at least the first one yeah even though there's not as much like the stakes are high in the respect mm-hmm. that they need to be blown back up right but it doesn't it doesn't feel as not the first one it compared to other movies isn't like the most intense thing in the world right. but still there's a tension there it's it's also I, 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 from what I can remember, I think Adam and Adam, Amy and Nick were, yeah. they felt the tension between their parents. Yeah, that's and there, true. And there was like before Wayne went off to work or, or before Diane went off to work yeah. in the first movie, they were, she was talking about, we need to talk. It's true. And like yeah. the kids are scared. The parents are going to get a divorce. Yeah. So like there's that undercurrent of tension, but in this, yeah. yes, Diane is still angry and and there's problems in the marriage, mm-hmm. but Adam isn't like, man, I wish my parents would stop fighting or something yeah, like that. He's oblivious. Yeah. And then they use them getting shrunk as a means to like yeah. help kind of progress their, yeah. their reconciling. Yeah. There, stuff like there's that. a, then in a sense and a helplessness when it's kids, right. When it's adults, it's like, all right, whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, they, on the wicker chair, there's uh, like a piece of the chair sticking out and it's just long enough for them to have to walk across to get to the window. Once they all make it across, the ladies see the car is still in the driveway and trust the kids will see it and come looking for them. Mm-hmm. The crew celebrate, celebrate, the crew <laughs> celebrate, but as their shrunken, as their shrunken selves hug one another, they see the car rolling out of the driveway and Patty realizes she forgot to put the blocks behind the tires. So they quickly deflate as the car perfectly, as the car perfectly rolls into the neighbors, the neighbor across the street's driveway. One of the most annoying scenes in the movie yeah. is coming up. Just then the kids ride by on the rollerblades with arms full of groceries that most certainly cost more than $10 yes. and apparently don't see a car rolling past their path by itself in plain sight. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's not like they were, like it, they immediately come into frame once the car goes into yeah. the acro- driveway across yeah. the street. So they would have had to have been rollerblading with their heads down and their eyes closed yeah. to not see it. Exactly. The kids all try to figure out how to better their weakened, situa- weakened situation as they enter the house. The guys enter on their rollerblades, to which Jenny stops them and tells them to take them shits off. Adam tells her to stick it up her ass and break it. This is his house, and she ain't his mom. She tells him that he could count his blessings she isn't his mom, because if she were, she'd make sure he spent his next birthday in an orphanage. <laughs> then Mitch falls well, down. She actually did say that. Never mind. You were yeah. cracking a joke. Well, he said, she said, i put you up for adoption. Okay. But, you know, so so he, he could have a family yeah, by yeah. his next birthday. Yeah. Uh, then Mitch falls down. The kids call for their dads as they enter the kitchen. They think it's randomly just falls down. Yes. They think it's weird their dads aren't there, but don't think much of it. Ginny goes to to the phone to make a call and sees there's a message on the machine. When she checks it, she hears Wayne's message about the shuttle touchdown from earlier in the day, but the kids think it's addressed to them. And it was Wayne telling them they're to the they the two of them left for the weekend. Um the the movie the movie does good about like coming back to things that were set up earlier and that's where yeah. like kind of the comedy of errors comes okay, in. Okay, yeah, cuz in my head I was thinking, oh, they're going to the space shuttle thing, but that should they'll be probably be coming back later in the evening 
and then later Jen is like, I'm having a party and it's going on the space shuttle. Yeah, like f- when it touches down. Yeah. My friends are not leaving until tomorrow morning. So I was like, wait, she's going to have a sleepover, but they're not going to be gone all night. So I think, did they imply that? I they'd think, be- I think it was just, she's, they didn't, there was no implication. It was, they just, Wayne was just leaving a message to Diane okay. earlier about the space shuttle touchdown right. that night they were going to. I don't think it was anything about the weekend. The kids concluded that it was, the dads were gone for the weekend too. Uh, that Yeah, okay. Yeah. Stupid kids. Yes. The kids find this strange, but only for a moment as Adam sees the $40 his mom left earlier. And since they think it was the dad's doing, they conclude the dads are really gone. Back to the parents. Gordon reasons that the kids will miss them while they're gone and surely come looking for them. Ah, yes. We get a quick cut to the kids hooting and hollering and throwing chip bags around. Uh, Diane knocks them back to reality and says the kids' knee-jerk reaction isn't going to think their parents are shrunk. Wayne agrees and adds they aren't going to have any reason to go up to the attic either, so their best bet is to get to get their attention somehow. Hmm. Wayne says the best way is to get to the window leading to Adam's room. Gordon attempts to help him with the planning, but Wayne rejects Gordon's suggestions. While Wayne is trying to think of an elaborate of elaborate while Wayne is thinking of elaborate ways to get down there, Gordon gets Wayne's attention enough to suggest lowering themselves on a fishing reel. Another good usage of uh, things you would you would see normally and be like, yeah. oh, I have new I have no you that's just a random fishing reel, mm-hmm. but the way that they use that yeah. small stuff. Yeah. Back in the kitchen, the kids are thinking of various ways they're going to get wrecked that weekend. Inviting friends over, not taking vitamins, not wearing socks, drinking root beer, all debaucherous behavior that is sure to punch a one-way ticket to hell. Uh, yeah, white, it, white kids. Yeah. <laughs> Jenny says they can do whatever they want. We can do whatever we want. It's like, it's like something in like a Dave Chappelle routine. It's like white kids when they're partying, they're like, ooh, my parents are gone. I'm going to drink all the root beer. We're not going to wear socks. Yeah. Well, he does I'm his drink, white person voice. Yeah. I'm going to drink a lot of root beer. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Jenny says they can do whatever they want. I'm going to eat chips (laughs) and my ice cream. (laughs) I'm going to dip the chips in my ice cream. I want to, I want to hear an actual, what Dave Chappelle would think white kid, white little kids would do all by themselves. (laughs) I really want to hear that. Jenny says they can do whatever they want, but the parents can't ever find out. While mounted on a fishing lure or on the fishing lure, the parents slowly lower themselves out of the window. As they steadily get closer to Adam's windowsill, the hand crank on the fishing rod conks out and causes the reel to shoot the parents down faster. Mm. Just in time, it fixes it fixes itself and causes the couples to tumble safely onto the windowsill. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. kerplunk. Yes. Uh, while on the Zelensky's phone helmet, Jenny is rounding up her girlfriends for a party she's throwing at the Zelensky's residence. This is where we get the reference of using the Zelensky mailbox as a landmark. Oh, yeah. Every she time, does it a couple times. Yeah, yeah, she does that this time, and then when she's inviting a boy over, mm-hmm. um, she's like, my Uncle Wayne's house. Yeah, the one with the weird mailbox. Yeah, this this whole setup lends itself to uh, weird sex cult recruitment jokes, mm-hmm. of which I'm not going to make we will right not, now. We will not make any more. But if you contact us on social media, I'm sure we can think of a few. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> let's have a dialogue. Yes. The adults are now in Adam's room, and Wayne is the only one out of them all trying to figure out where they could live, how they can eat, and slowly resigning to the fact they'll be small forever. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Wayne's the only one who's given up hope and trying to make the best of the situation. You're the inventor. Yeah. Invent a way out of this. Gordon tells them to knock it off. They're going to get big again. They just need to get the kids' attention. 
Patty wonders how, and Gordon asks if Adam has something that can amplify their voices, like a karaoke machine or a bullhorn. Wayne says <laughs> both. Yeah, he, is. Uses, he uses his blowhorn with his karaoke machine. <laughs> it's, I want a Mexican radio. That's what the microphone's for. <laughs> um, Mexican radio. <laughs> Uh, there's a megaphone in that. No, song. there is. Yeah. Uh, Wayne says that's an Wayne says that's a negative. But if they can get to the stereo speakers, he can hotwire them and amplify their voices a hundred times over. Gordon exclaims, "Yeehaw!" And Wayne <laughs> seeks Diane's approval. She gives him the cold shoulder. She says, "No, yeah, let's do it." But she's totally like, "Oh yeah, she's like not whatever. enthusiastic I'm about just, it." Our our marriage is done after this. Yes, you're dead. You're dead, man. Yeah. Uh, the boys are filling balloons with chili and putting them in the microwave. Jenny comes in, informing them that her friends will be there at six, and she commanded them to be ready to dance. So the boys better have whatever shit they're doing to be cleaned up because she's taking the pizza money and going shopping. Be ready to dance. Yes. Uh, the guys aren't too fond of being bossed around, but they have bigger fish to fry as their chili balloons are done in the microwave. <laughs> The parents are still figuring out ways to get out of the room when Adam comes in singing a standard from the Great American Songbook, Great Green Gobs of Gopher Guts. <laughs> ah, uh, yes. Yes. The, uh, George Gershwin. Yes. Uh, yes, Gilbert O'Sullivan. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, the parents yell for his attention as he croons his tune, but realize it's no use as he hits his big finish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on wait that's what wayne said like, yes wait hold on wait for him to hit the big finish but I have a job! <laughs> um gordon comments they just and got he a, had a cowlick that <laughs> yeah exactly they got a tight shot on it <laughs> gordon comments they just got a peek into the life of a child and the moms want to know where he learned such a song certainly not from neil diamond <laughs> diane can't be disappointed forever and she suggests they hop in one of adam's hot wheels and use their weight to maneuver their bodies to get the car down the track and into the hallway patty is worried they'll fly off and splatter their tiny bodies after they wrap themselves in orthodontist and orthodontia bands the adults rock the car down the track and it's a slow descent but the car quickly picks up speed as they race down the tracks, Wayne drops the morsel of wisdom. The car they're in isn't good on loops. Yeah, which I think this shark cruiser scene would have been a fun theme park ride. Yeah. At least, like, maybe a window of time, like, for a couple years in the late 90s. Yeah. The car then hits a motorized section, which, once hit, causes the car to rocket faster down, a tr- down the track. The hot... The hit... They... Oh, they hit a section that causes a rigged <laughs> the, up. The, the, That's the, the thing is I type this so fast. There's so many spelling mistakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they hit a section that causes a rigged up ramp connected by a string to send a toy bulldozer careening into their path. The car narrowly misses, but the the parents freak out as they approach a jump and un, and an unconnected portion of the track. The jump sends them flying towards the laundry chute and falling down to certain doom. It's a jump. Yeah, the trailer trailer moment. moment. Yeah. Fear not, they land in a basket full of laundry, and during a head count, Patty and Gordon find each other, but Diane freaks out, wondering where Wayne is. He comes up over a hill of laundry and says they don't use enough fabric softener. Down in the kitchen, the boys are making a bigger mess as they have put one of their chili balloons in a model volcano. After placing hot dog people at the base of the volcano, the chili balloon slowly rises and Adam pierces it with a meat fork. It <laughs> runs down the mo- the chili runs down the model, and the boys laugh at the fact that those hot dog people are being covered in hot chili. That sounds to, good, chili dogs. Mm-hmm. To add insult to injury, the monsters eat the hot dog people, women and children first. The boy's, the boy's savage behavior is interrupted by a reminder to Adam over a ticker tape screen to get his laundry. 
Adam laments his mom nags him even when she isn't there. Adam and Mitch get Adam's laundry, which tosses the parents around, and both Adam and Mitch talk about how cool it would be if, for some reason, their parents just abandoned them while on their various weekend excursions. What if they just died? What if they didn't even come back? That'd be great, right? No. <laughs> no. Uh. Even even when I was this age, I didn't think that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's cool. Like, for a few hours, I get to stay home alone. But, like, I don't ever want to think about my parents never coming back. It's yeah. scary. Mm-hmm. All the while, the parents are hearing the guys say how they like when their parents take them places and take offense, and when Patty takes offense when Mitch says he wishes she were there to clean up their mess. Or when Adam says his dad is a brain box, Wayne takes offense to it, um, but Diana tells him it's a compliment. Even though it's not. Yeah. (laughs) But Wayne is so... He's He's dense. Wayne is dense. But their offense turn their offense turns into concern when Mitch says he hasn't even taken his medicine and he doesn't even think he needs it. Patty freaks out and is afraid he didn't see where she left it on the kitchen counter. My symptoms are psychosomatic. Yes, that's exactly. what he said. Yeah, um, which I forgot to say that um, when the kids were throwing the grocery bags on the counter, it knocked the uh, it the pills. It knocked the pills away. Um, <laughs> knocked the pills away. Take the pills away, Lord. <laughs> Uh, Adam asks Mitch what disease he even has. Mitch tells him it's a certain paralysis that can cause his body to go into shock and shut down. But he's over it, so no biggie. <laughs> so I've grown out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Take boy- the pills away, Lord. <laughs> the boys reach Adam's room and drop the basket, which causes the parents to tumble out right back where they started. Adam then asks Mitch if he wants to see something cool, but he can't tell anyone. Mm. Mitch asks, uh, is the Pope Catholic? And yeah. the two sneak over to the corner of Adam's room. They set this up like it's a nudie magazine. Right. Yeah. Adam even says his dad would blow a gasket if he found out. The boys, ooh and ah. The bit is set up like the boys have a nudie mag. Mm. Once the boys get hassled by Jenny for their mess in the kitchen, they begrudgingly drop their smut and go back downstairs. The parents turn to leave, but Wayne heads over to see what the potential issue could be. Not the issue of Hustler, but what yeah. the potential like issue there could be. Yeah, yeah. The, what, the which ram- issue is this? The it ramifications depends. for their son. Oh. Uh, and navigate I, into puberty. I flipped the joke. Right. <laughs> Flip the joke back. Uh, <laughs> Wayne steps one. Wayne steps onto a giant magazine and is shocked. The parents ask what's wrong, and Wayne laments he wasn't expecting the boys. What the boy? He wasn't expecting what the boys were gawking at. The camera pans out to show an issue of Sports Illustrated for kids, and it said. Should we look up to athletes? Mm-hmm. Those issue with a big Twitch. smiling face of Emmett Smith. Yes. Who Twitch. if they only knew. If, if <laughs> Yes. If you ask Charles Barkley, he would give a rousing hell no, you shouldn't look up to athletes. Which he has a lot of good points. He has a lot of great points with that. Yeah. Uh, back downstairs, the guys are throwing the blame around, and Jane, but Jenny ain't having it. Just then, the doorbell rings, and the guys go to answer it. A girl with a bubble machine and CDs is standing there. The boys ask the stranger to identify herself, and she pushes it past them, saying her name is Holly. Jenny greets her friend, and Holly tells her she brought her dad's bubble machine. Jenny Bubbles. Wa- She's, she has a lisp. Yes. Jenny wonders why, and she snaps back that it'll go well with the streamers. <clears throat> Duh, Jenny. Jenny shrugs and says since Holly's a cheerleader, she is the expert on streamers. Yeah. <laughs> the two walk uh, out of yeah, the okay. shop. The two walk out of the shop, but not before Jenny says, let's party. We then get a montage like of the Michelle kids. Tanner. Let's, Let's party, dudes. <laughs> uh, we then get a montage of the kids setting up the party. 
Holly and Jenny set up the bubble machine. Holly and Jenny set up the bubble machine. Mitch sets up streamers while Adam impersonates Groucho Marx. Yes, which is very essential to setting up for the party. Yeah, so it's there's there's something that sort of was unsettling to me, and it's purely something I was in my own head was when Jen was trying to get them to, or Jenny was trying to get them to, like you're going to help us set up and then you're going to serve the champagne. Right, so yeah, I'm getting that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and pers- Jenny shuffles through CDs and finally we get a shot of her tidying up quite the, quite, quite the spread of snacks on the table right before yes. she lights incense. And just kind of like you were mentioning here, Holly and Jenny approach the boys and tell them to stop dicking around and swatting at bubbles. They need to get in the kitchen and get the ginger ale, er... I mean, champagne. 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 Uh. <laughs> the guys say they aren't their slaves and they aren't serving shit. What are you going to say about the champagne? I was going to say um, when they're finally convinced, they go up to her and Bug Hall is like, we changed our minds. We'll be our, we'll be your slaves. Mm. And the, she had this look on it, her face when she said, great. That, oh. I don't know, like I was, I was kind of like, it kind of was like a sleazy kind of look. Yeah. Like. Like, like she's looking at somebody to recruit in for a sex, in cult. A sex cult. It's just, they're like, we changed our minds. We'll be your slaves. She's like, great. Yeah. Just had a very uh, uh, diabolical look on her it's, face. It is alarming. Yeah. But don't worry. We'll find out she's responsible. So that's okay. Yeah. Responsible for lots of pain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the bell rings. The doorbell rings again. And two more of Jenny's friends show up. One has brought a baby doll with her. The other girls wonder why she's bringing her baby shit to a grown-up party. <laughs> a grown-up party. They don't play with dollies. They think about boys now. Just then, Mila Kunis in a backwards baseball hat shows up. Adam sees that Mila has shown up. Hello, Mila. Hello, uh, Mila. Adam sees that Mila has shown up, and he is like, yo, Jill is here, because her character's name is Jill. Yeah. Mitch doesn't give a wet rip, but Adam says <laughs> she's a kick-ass shortstop and the, and the object of his affection. Even though that still means nothing to Mitch, Anna volunteers them to serve the girls. That's when he said, we'll be your slaves now. Yeah. Great. Um, I'll be your slave. <laughs> <laughs> like, trying to get somebody to stop. So, stop, stop. I'll be your slave. <laughs> Back in Adam's room. <laughs> Back in Adam's room, Wayne is marveling at the little things he's never noticed and how he just needs to stop and look around every like now and then. Like his little pee-pee. Yes. Honey, uh, I shrunk my dick. <laughs> Nobody utters that in this movie. <laughs> Diane walks up to Diane walks up to Wayne, asking what he's thinking about when he says that. Thinking he'll mention appreciating her, he starts blathering about the wood grain on the floor, or the thread pattern in the carpet, or even the craftsmanship of a roach turd. The others panic, but he <laughs> craftsmanship of a roach. But he says, "Don't worry, it's dry and solid. Whoever left it has been gone a while." As he appreci- as he approaches another, he continues to ease their worry and says they are in trouble if it's wet. Which he just so happens upon a wet roach turd. Just then, a giant what? a wet roach turd. Just then, a giant cockroach spots them and starts bearing down on the parents. Hey, leave my turd alone! They also can talk. <laughs> and it just so happens that their egg sacs are in their on their turds. So yeah. those that's where their babies are. So really? roaches poop. No. Oh. <laughs> I, oh man, I could have had you there. Roaches poop out their babies. <laughs> mm. uh, they start running and screaming and hiding a roach motel. Wayne assures them they can lure it. They can lure the roach there and trap it while they escape out the back. Yeah, because he's like, he's like, get in, stay to the right. And he's like, how'd you know there's a clear path here? And uh, Wayne's like, oh, I, I take these things apart. Yeah, because he is inquisitive mind. He's got an inquisitive mind. Inquisitive he's mind. an inventor, like Doc Brown, Back to the Future, like yes. Dean Cundy, just DP for yes, um, director of photography. Yes, yes. 
nobody would be the wiser. Nobody would have to look up why you would say that. <laughs> just don't saying. look it up. Uh, <laughs> as they step in, to in, as they step in there to see a dead roach already in in there. Um, <laughs> why don't you put me in a plastic bubble? Why don't you? <laughs> uh, Diane starts having a fit, but Wayne assures her she can make it if she keeps moving. Her her foot gets stuck in the glue, and the rabid roach starts nipping at her. As she is hysterical, loving, roach loving, <laughs> roach loving, oh yeah, roach loving. As she is hysterically trying <laughs> On to a break Tuesday free, night, roach <laughs> loving. As she's trying to break free, she has, she's she's in hysterics <laughs> as she's trying to break free. Wayne risks his well-being to try to free her leg and pull her out. Right before they exit, they get a tight shot of Diane's face as she watches the roach get stuck and thrash around. The, the parents <laughs> celebrate. Gross. Yeah, the parents celebrate their near-death experience. Yeah. <laughs> Downstairs, the girls play truth or dare, and, and Jenny, I, I spelled it says Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, folks. Whenever I'm typing these, it says the movie's going on, so it's me simultaneously trying to remember what's going on and think of funny things to say. Yeah. So and think of like the last three scenes before so what you're watching. If I'm fumbling around with things, a lot of these are run-on sentences, and a lot of stuff is spelled wrong. So mm-hmm. it's also me while I'm saying it now, trying to decipher what I was trying to say then. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes that's why I'm I'm fun, I have moments where I'm fumbling around. This is how the sausage is made. Yes. Um, so Jenny picks Dare once she's asked Truth or Dare. She says Jimmy. <laughs> she's coaxed into calling some junior high stud named Ricky King. Who, by the way, every time they refer to him, they refer to him by his full as name. Ricky King. Like they're aliens or something. Yeah. What are you doing, Ricky King? That's Ricky King. Everybody's Ricky King. What are you doing, Ricky King? She yeah. concedes under peer pressure, and she tells this Ricky King fellow that all her rowdy friends are here for Monday night, <laughs> and, they're, and they're partying at her uncle's. She cuts to the chase and says she thinks he's cute. She thinks I'm cute. <laughs> she, that, yeah, that's what you hear over the over the um, yeah. receiver. Uh, she thinks I'm cute. The girls squeal, and Adam skates in to serve Mila Kunis ginger ale. But she looks down at his platter with a dirty with a dirty look, and Adam looks down to see that he has spilled his glasses like a dunce. Mm-hmm. He skates by Mitch, who is moving slow and not looking too hot. Adam asks if he's okay, to which he says he needs to take a minute. Gotta he, take a shit. <laughs> Gotta take a massive shit. Uh, he stumbles up the steps as he hunches over and moans. And he trips in front of... <laughs> Come on, this is serious. Oh. <laughs> Joking about sex cults, but not about a fictional child's potassium deficiency. Oh, <laughs> Stop it. Oh. Knock it off. You know what a moan sounds like. <laughs> he trips in front of where the parents are. He trips He trips and falls in front of the, where the parents are. And everyone, especially Patty, freaks out. Mitch slowly gets up, and Patty's adamant they need to get downstairs and fast. They walk over to the bubble machine, and Patty takes charge and says that's how they're getting down. There's the, the that's, catalyst. There's the change. Yeah, there's you know, the she, change. Because she's talking with Gordon. She's talking, she has a moment with Gordon saying how, you know, stuff like this would usually scare her, yeah. but not right now. Like, she's concerned because yeah. it's concerning her kids. She yeah. feels no it's fear. About, it's about her kids, so you mm-hmm. f- switch into protector mode, yeah. and you don't even think about it. Yeah, because Patty and Diane are the first ones yeah. going down. There's Yeah, there's no question that you intervene and something yeah. like that. And then kind of the switch for Patty and, mm. and Wayne, or for du- Diane and Wayne. <clears throat> Wayne tells Diane when the roach almost ate her, he was scared shitless, and he loves everything about her. All it took was the common predicament of almost getting murdered by a roach to realize how much his wife meant to him. Sometimes, Sometimes it calls for drastic situations. Exactly. He promises things will get better. She believes him, just don't shrink them again. 
which is a fair request. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would say so. Yeah. The moms hop in the bubble and see what the party's looking like. Just girls giggling and stuff, but no boys, so that's a plus. The moms mm-hmm. land and head to the kitchen to get Mitch's meds. The dads hop in their bubble, and as they float down, they see some cool dancing. But, but, <laughs> and they're like, whoa, <laughs> nice move." Yeah, which is in the trailer. So if you want to watch the trailer for cool dancing, I'm sure you'll be able to see it and recognize it when the you see it. The movie's called Cool Running. <laughs> it's called Cool Dancing Kids. Yeah, the, the, the movie Cool Dancing. And some parents who shrunk themselves, like in, a, yes. like in an ellipses. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like in a song. Yeah. Or, yeah, in parentheses. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 in parentheses. <laughs> Uh, but Jenny goes to the thermostat to adjust the AC. It blows the brothers off course and into the path of a pointy lighting fixture. As their bubble pops, Adam confidently skates under with a bowl of onion dip. Mm, that sounds good right now. Chip- Not confidently, convenient. Chips and dip sounds yeah. good right now. Yeah. So the, so the bubble popped and Adam convenient, conveniently skates under with a bowl of onion dip. I think that's what I'm going to eat for lunch. All right. Cool, man. <laughs> Uh, as the dad sounds good right now. Yeah, <laughs> drink your water. <laughs> Chew your gum. <laughs> yes, chew your gum. <laughs> as the dads plummet, they land safely in the dip. Once Adam sets it down, the dads don't worry too much until the girls start going ham on the yeah. dip. Wayne, he's like they're teenage they're, girls. How much can they eat? Who has a teenage daughter? Who has had a teenage? Yeah, daughter. At, at at one point has had a teenage daughter. Yeah. Um, the dads are trying to swim away. However, they are knocked out of the bowl when one of Jenny's friends, Jill Mila Kunis, eats like a slob. Mm-hmm. The moms walk through the kitchen and wonder how they're going to get up the counter. The next shot, we see Mitch taking a dare, to which Jenny hasn't pretend to eat bugs out of her hair, yeah. which is it's his monkey impression. Yeah. With Mila Kunis, it's, it's really small, but she's like, Jill, don't make such a mess. Oh, yeah. She's like, well, it's really good. What is it? It's like, that's, that's your excuse for making a mess? It's good. It's just too good. I gotta be messy. There's pizza all over the floor, and there's shit all over the blinds. What's wrong? It's too good. It's just it's too it's good. really good. Papa John knows what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, Why is there shit all over the place? It's too good. Too, I, good, of, I, too I good of a shit. I felt too good. I couldn't go to the... I didn't want to leave the pizza and go to the bathroom, so I just shit all over the place. <laughs> just literal shit all over the place. <laughs> um, the brothers are wiping the... Where am I? Oh, right there. So Mitch is, Mitch, is, Mitch is endearing himself to the ladies with his monkey impression. The ladies. Uh, the brothers are wiping themselves off as, as they see their sons are pretty good with the girls. Wayne doesn't know where Adam gets it because he was a nerd, and the only way he met Diane was he smashed into her car. Yeah, and, well, and it's another thing. He says it to his brother like, you know, I was a complete loser at that age, as if his brother didn't grow up with right. them and see it. Exactly. I can't, I, I can't <clears throat> think that um, Gordon is much older than yeah, Wayne. Yeah. So a Gordon, I think, would witness that. Oh, definitely. And no wonder the marriage of Diane Wayne is troubled. Look how the relationship started. Who, who knows how much of that was a pity marriage, and it's just yeah. been frustration yeah. ever since. It's like George and Lorraine McFly. Yeah, exactly. At Dean, the beginning yes, of Back to the Future. Another Back to the Future reference, because yeah. Dean Cundy was the director of photography yes. on there. Anyway, the dads see the way off of the coffee tables down a spiral section, down a spiral section, pork no, chop applesauce, yeah. <laughs> uh, is down a spiral section on one of the legs of the table. They both slide, they both fly down <clears throat> like they're on a slide and, the, and tumble onto the ground, and then the two have a laugh. As the boys yuck it up with the girls, the doorbell rings. Jenny uh-oh. thinks it's the neighbors. Uh oh. Jenny thinks it's the neighbors there to complain. It's Richard so, Kingman. Yes. For some reason, she grabs the baby doll before she answers the door. When she opens the door, a blonde headed boy with a gender neutral haircut is standing <laughs> there with his pals. Wearing cool 90s attire. Wearing a cool, cool necklace. And he's got a cool necklace. We only got three years in the 90s left. We better make this shit count. Yeah. Uh, Jenny looks embarrassed because she looks like a fool in front of the Ricky King. Yeah, the Jim. 
Jimmy King. Yes. Jimmy, Jimmy the King. Yeah, Jimmy the King. Yeah, Royal Rumble. Oh, not Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, you guys watching Royal Rumble or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> That's just how they reference wrestling. Yeah. It's the thing that Hulk Hogan yeah. does and Royal Rumble. I can't join you tomorrow. Me and my dad are watching Royal Rumble. Yes. On a Saturday morning in, in October. Royal yeah. Rumble is in January on Sundays. Anyway. Not every Sunday. Anyway. Uh, the Ricky King. Ricky says he heard the girlies were jumping and had the beats bumping, so him and the fellas decided to swing by. Wayne and Gordon see the boys arrived, and they are none too pleased. No. Wayne is not pleased that they can mess with his CDs. Gordon isn't pleased that uh, they're there because his daughter um, is going through liking boys. In the kitchen, as the moms continued in the kitchen. As in the kitchen. As the moms continue to try to find a way up the counter, they turn a corner and find a daddy long legs. They start panicking, but see it's stuck. Cut to Ricky's friend mumbling about the selection of CDs. He walks up to CDs. He walks up to Mitch holding the remote to the CD player. Mitch hesitates to give it to him, so the boy demands he hand it over and pulls it out of his hands, yeah. pushing Mitch into the couch onto the couch in the process. Ricky's pals continue their bullying as the other of Ricky's chums pretends Mitch is in his seat. He tells him to get up. Mitch is confused, so the boy grabs Mitch by the shirt and pulls him off the couch. Did you notice in that scene that there's a random PlayStation sitting in the coffee table? Is and it's, there? It's not hooked up. Oh. I was like, is that a PlayStation? And it's, it's not, not close of, enough to the TV to yeah. be hooked up. It's just sitting there, unplugged. It's not one of these 90s theme parties nowadays <clears throat> where you just have a PlayStation as a decoration. Yeah, that could have been used. Yeah, so maybe someone brought it to, to hook it up and they're just sitting there waiting but it's just a nice little easter egg oh, it was a nice. playstation i did not see the playstation yeah. the girls giggle at how cool that stunt was and jenny does <laughs> nothing mitch says he's calling his mom and jenny gives a smirk gordon is incensed at seeing this that his kid being bullied and he threatens to he threatens the rough boys wayne says he knows where gordon is coming from but any posturing would be ineffective at his current height yes so gordon grabs a foil sheet wayne was tinkering with and the two go off to the stereo speaker they approach slowly. Oh, okay. I forgot I interspliced two separate thoughts. The moms approach the daddy long legs slowly, and Patty says they should free it. Diane thinks she's a crazy person. She is? Yes. <laughs> but Patty says it might not. It might be able to help them. I don't know how you think a spider or an arachnid like that. I don't know why I didn't just use spider. I don't know why they <laughs> arachnid. Think, I don't know why they think a spider would have the capacity to reason that, they don't. That they should. You freed me, so I'm going to help you. Daddy Longlegs are the most poisonous, are one of the most poisonous spiders in the world. However, we pay them no mind because a normal sized human, like their fangs, aren't big enough mm-hmm. to have to bite us. Yeah. However, when you're shrunk and the fangs are now the size to engulf your head, yeah. I think it should be a cause for concern. Mm-hmm. Now it's a threat. Yeah. You're the size of the bugs it feasts on. That you are yes. so you know, uh, wonderfully mm-hmm. saying why you should save daddy long legs. Mm-hmm. And if it has the capacity to understand what you're saying to it, I'm sure it has the memory retention to remember yeah. what you tried to do to it earlier. Yeah, exactly. But as Patty tries to cut it free, Diane has a heart to heart with it. She apologizes for almost smashing it. And the spider proves to be forgiving as it uses its long leg to pull Diane in closer. Then Patty sets it free. As the party rages on, Adam and Mitch are upstairs on the phone. Mitch finishes on the phone with someone, then after hanging up, tells Adam their moms never made it to their destination. Yeah. Adam is dumbfounded, but then he suggests they call their dads. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, moms. really? That stinks. Why don't yeah. you call out about our dads? Yeah. The fact that your moms didn't make it doesn't give you pause. Like, yeah. what? What? Yeah. yeah. 
Like, uh, you have so many questions at that point. Yeah. After Adam suggests calling their dads, Mitch retorts with the fact that their dads didn't leave a number to call them. Adam suggests they try to stay calm, and Mitch wonders if they aren't where they're... Su- Wonders if the moms aren't where they're supposed to be, then where are they? Mm-hmm. Then we cut to a shot of the moms all aboard the Daddy Express swapping recipes. So they were able to hitch a ride on the Daddy Long Legs yeah. up, the, up the side of the counter. Catch a Daddy Long Legs and move it. Exactly. The kids keep shaking their groove things. Wayne lays out what, what his plan is to Gordon. Essentially, he's going to screw with some stuff in the speaker. That way, when the music cuts out, Gordon will be able to use it as a giant megaphone. Wayne climbs in. There's a there's a lot of reasonable science jargon here that mm-hmm. like oh okay that makes sense. I just didn't care to remember it. Yeah. Uh, Wayne climbs into the speaker and Gordon climbs up to it as it pumps with rock music. The kids keep dancing and blasting music, talking about banging it out. They could, yeah. do bang it out. Yes. Gotta bang it out. Yeah. Bang it. Like that's how the song goes. Most of the soundtrack is is done by the same guy. Mm-hmm. And they're like really generic '90s yeah. songs. Rick Moranis. Yeah, I, yeah. I wish. Yeah. Wayne finds Novelty himself songs. Yeah. Wayne finds himself in the speaker around circuits and wiring. Gordon finds himself being blasted in the face by a pulsing by the pulsing of the speaker. Just then the song slows down and Ricky King pulls Jenny aside to slow dance. We then get a shot of the boys reading comics at Adam's bed. Mitch is in rough shape and Adam asks if he's okay. Mitch quietly assures Adam he's fine, but he's not. Fine. No, not like that. Read your comic book. Oh, Uh, (laughs) the moms are on the counter and Patty points to where she left the pills. Ricky asks Jenny if they can go in the kitchen because he's something to tell her. Gordon sees Ricky taking his daughter into the kitchen and he shouts to Gordon to hurry up so he can rip a 13 year old's head off. Mm. Once in the kitchen, Ricky says Jenny is the coolest of all the girls. The moms are on the counter and are witnessing Ricky's exchange with Jenny. They're calling out to Jenny not to listen to the toe-headed androgynous boy sweet talk. Mm. Jenny is blushing because she's into it, but then Ricky goes in and kisses her without consent. The, he pushes the horn dog off and rips him a new asshole. She goes off saying he needs to ask before doing that shit. Yes. Which is very true. Yes. And something that is not taught enough to, to young men is mm-hmm. um, even though what movies probably illustrate and what yeah, you may be told it, yeah, for the uh, most part most of the time you need to ask a girl a bunch of horse shit it may not be as quote-unquote romantic but it goes a long way if you're always seeking consent before that stuff here's the thing the idea of it being romantic again was perpetuated by mm-hmm. movies someone yes. writ it writ, wrote it that way yes exactly <clears throat> women are people too who have thoughts and feelings and if they don't want your dry crummy lips to kiss them they shouldn't have to let you kiss them yeah forcing yourself on someone doesn't sound romantic to me no it isn't um ricky men's rights men's rights everybody <laughs> uh ricky ricky yeah, ricky comes back uh retorting that lots of girls like that which again is a, a something that should not be perpetuated anymore no. and jenny responds she isn't one of them she tells ricky that the party is over and he and his buddies need to hit the road jack she storms off, and the moms give her a well-deserved, you go, girl. Yeah, I thought it'd be funny because her mom's like, you tell him, Jenny, mm-hmm. access denied. Mm-hmm. And then Ricky looks down and's like, shut up, you two. <laughs> Come on, let me alone, you two. <laughs> yes. And then, like, 
he doesn't come in being like, your mom's a shrunk. Ha ha. Yes. <laughs> and then he, he, then he goes. Yeah. It's uh, just, that's just like he sees them, but no one else does. Yeah. Patty sees Jenny is able to take care of herself and maybe she needs to let her be more responsible or allow her to be responsible. Yeah. Give her some responsibility. Yeah. As Adam and Mitch enter the kitchen, Mitch is getting weaker and says he needs his pills or something bad will happen. <laughs> something <laughs> bad's going to uh, happen. Yeah. Well, that's what he says. There's yeah. something bad will happen. Yeah. Uh, they split up to look for his pills. Batty, Batty? Patty says Mitch is in bad shape and they start calling for him. Mitch hears it and looks to see what the deal is. But for all he knows what could be a hallucination caused by his condition, Mitch sees his shrunken mom and aunt yelling oh, for yeah. him. Well, they were, they were they were like using their bodies to try and push the pill bottle. Yeah. Not yet. Oh, okay. Uh, so he goes cross-eyed and faints. <laughs> Bad I things will happen. <laughs> oh, I need some water. I need some water about the, for this part. <laughs> oh, it's going to get good. Uh, <clears throat> uh, so cross-eyed and faints. Um Adam calls, out, Adam calls out to him, and Jenny runs in to see her brother in a heap on the ground. She tells Adam they need potassium. All the while, the moms Stat! try to... <laughs> Go get some potassium, boy. All the while, the moms try to push the pill bottle into view. Adam sees bananas on, on the counter and remembers they have potassium. He runs over to Jenny, and little by little, she shoves pieces of banana in Mitch's mouth. One of the things that <clears throat> um, the mo- uh, Wayne's wife... Diane. Diane. One of the things Diane says, she's like, I haven't pulled this hard since I gave birth to Adam. And I was like, pulled? And then I was like, I guess the other kids are easier births because remember you have other kids? Yeah. Um, did she say pulled or pushed? I could have sworn she said, right. But I could have sworn she said pulled. And I was like, pulled? I don't know, yeah. man. 25 years ago, almost. Things were different back then. People pulled babies out. Women yeah. didn't push babies out in the late 90s. They pulled they them pulled out themselves. They pulled them out themselves. Yeah. Um, Mom gives a huge... Oh, uh, shoves a piece of, uh, into Mitch's mouth, which is actually, this was, the, this was the movie that I learned that potassium was in bananas. Ah, yes. Because of that scene. Which is a good thing, because I have this rare disease. Yes. Um, Mitch, comes, Mitch comes to, and the moms give a huge sigh of relief, cheering the children's efforts. Mitch mentions he saw Mom and Diane on the counter, but Jenny and Adam don't believe him. They chuckle about it, but just then they hear a ruckus in the living room. Uh-oh, someone's working it out or whatever it Banging was. Banging it out. Banging it out. Out of defiance of not getting any <laughs> sugar, the rowdy boys are trashing the living room. Gordon calls for Wayne to hurry up so he can yell at the kids. Wayne keeps farting around in the speaker, talking science talk. Adam goes up to Ricky and tells him to quit wrecking his house. Ricky tells Adam... Ricky, stop wrecking. Exactly. Ricky tells Adam he's a pipsqueak and his dad is a nerd with stupid experiments. Adam claps back that his dad's experiments aren't stupid and that his shrink ray is going to the Smithsonian across some Tom Selleck short shorts for Magna P.I. <laughs> mm, yeah. where, where it belongs. Yes. Ricky feigns interest when asked... When, Ricky feigns interest then asks what the ray shrinks. Hemorrhoids? Yeah. He uh, says, I didn't know your dad invented a shrink ray, to which I was like... Not only would that have made its way around the neighborhood, that mm-hmm. would have been national news. Right. And also, you know, hence why the Smithsonian wants his shrink ray. Mm-hmm. And also, shrinking hemorrhoids would be a great thing. Right, yeah, as I'm getting to here. Yeah. Um, so, ask, what is a shrink? Hemorrhoids? Everyone has a good laugh except Adam, who says that wasn't funny. He's right. Having hemorrhoids isn't funny. Make sure you're not wiping too hard or forcing dumps out of your butt. <laughs> Let your body's natural sphincters push that duty out. Brought more, to you by the Hemorrhoid Association of America. The more you know. This episode <laughs> is sponsored by the Hemorrhoid Association of America. 02134, send it to Zoom. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
Uh, thank you for your patronage. Uh, Ricky tells Adam to admit his dad is a loser. Adam says he isn't, and if his dad were here, his geeky ass would throw Ricky down a flight of steps for wrecking his prize CD collection. Yeah, he said he'd kill him. He'd murder him, run him over with his car, yeah. just like he did with his mom. Um, Ricky says his dad <laughs> yeah. isn't there. Maybe he ran over the first Diane, and now this is the other Diane. Oh, oh my God. Uh, it's like bewitched. Yeah. Um, Ricky says his dad isn't there, so Adam better nut up or shut up. Adam backs up as Ricky asks him what he's going to do about it. Jenny wishes his parents were there. Her parents were there. Just then, Wayne gets the speaker to work how he wants, and he yells for Gordon to start talking. Gordon starts talking, and the kids are confused. Ricky asks who said that, and Gordon pretends to be God. He tells them to get out of the house or they're all going to pay. Mitch <sighs> says God sounds like Dad. Ricky ain't buying it until Gordon starts telling Ricky personal information about himself. God is dad. Yes. Daddy God. Thank you, Daddy God. <laughs> uh, Ricky says this is freaky and they all better vamoose. They hightail it out as Gordon further slips into character and threatens the children further harm. Jenny says he can stop now. The party goers are gone. The Zelensky kids wonder where the dads are at and how they can see everything. Gor- I'm God, remember? Yeah. Said, Gordon directs them over to the speaker and mentions how Wayne shrunk them. Jenny tells her dad she didn't invite the boys, and Gordon assures her he knows that he he knows because Wayne and he and Wayne saw everything. Jenny then asks if he was in the kitchen. Gordon says no, but says the moms were. Jenny is Trey embarrassed. Uh-oh. Uh, Gordon instructs Jenny to get paper and Adam to get the shark car they were driving and tells Wayne to come on out. Shark car. Yes. Jenny and Mitch go into the kitchen to see the moms laying on the resort brochure. Once all the parents are in the car, the kids take them up to the attic and put them in the line of the shrink ray. As Jenny is about to push the button, Mitch asks what if they leave the parents that way. Adam even suggests they put them in his hamster cage. Hmm. Jenny thinks for a second that maybe for a week that wouldn't be a bad idea. The parents instantly see the wheels spinning. I don't in like the, kid- the looks of that. Yeah, <laughs> like they instantly see the, the wheels spinning in their kids' heads, and they know they're up to no good. However, the kids come to their senses, and Jenny presses the button. The parents return to their normal size, and the families embrace. Pat, Who's Patsy? <laughs> oh, Patty. Come, Patsy. Yes. Patty tells Jenny how proud of her they are, and they will trust her more. Wayne tells Adam samesies for him. They'll trust his interests or what is best for him, and they will support him in his baseball aspirations. Then Wayne tells Diane there's going to be changes for them. Diane says she won't sweat small stuff anymore. I do like there is a moment to where Adam's like, Dad, uh, Mm -hmm. the magazine. He's like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Only it's such a Rick, a Rick Moranis, like There's warm. Two r- people who can ease with that type of warmth. Rick Moranis and John, John Candy. It reminded me of Little Giants. Mm-hmm. Yep. In the final shot, Wayne and Diane are driving Adam back from baseball camp. And Wayne is saying he didn't realize there was so much math in baseball. Adam's parents say they're proud of him and hope he had fun. Adam affirms hope he you did. had fun because you're not doing that again. Yeah, <laughs> now that, that little phase is over. Back to science. Adam affirms he did and asks if they made any changes while he was gone. Wayne says only one, and as they pull into the driveway and Bug Halls gives his patented alfalfa surprise That's face, what I had. Yeah, <laughs> we see Wayne has blown up the Tiki Man to, to a bigger size than the house. Adam's PTSD starts coming back as <laughs> yeah. he remembers what his father is capable of. <laughs> Very that, true. That it's was Honey, honey we, we Shrunk, shrunk Ourselves. Um, I know we're running kind of short here. Yeah. Um, we've, uh, like we do always, we sprinkled in things that we didn't yeah. like about it. But Matt, what did you like about it? What was good about this movie? It's an easy watch. 
Um, it's n- not a slog to get through. Mm-hmm. It's it's very digestible, and it yeah, it's charming. Mm-hmm. the The characters are likable. Mm-hmm. It's straight to video. It's a kids movie. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, there's stuff in here that you'll roll your eyes at. Yeah, but it's still got Rick Moranis as yep. Wayne, mm-hmm. and just having him alone yeah. is good enough. Yeah, and not saying like they're not necessarily like funny comedic beats they're no. they hit comedic beats there's though. clever things in this yeah. movie the dynamic between wayne and gordon i always liked yeah because yeah. like yeah gordon could be a douchey older brother but yeah no they always like okay bro like yeah. that or like the you you see little little glimpses glimpses into their relationship and how they're like they're not just brothers they're like chummy as yeah brothers. they're and best friends yeah like when they're about to go down in the bubble um um um, uh, Wayne's like, you ready, Butch? And uh, Gordon's like, okay, Sundance. Yeah. Like, it's just... It's, they were thick as thieves when they yeah, were kids. exactly. He's like, that was a belly burner. Yeah. Uh, like, it's just... it's I, I like... Part of what's charming yeah. is the dynamic between yeah. the adult characters, especially. But then, like, their roles are played really, really well. Like, Patty yeah. played really, like, manic really yeah. well. The chemistry between the adults was really good. Yeah, I like, like that. Like, they, they felt like they were in-laws mm-hmm. who had they've been a family for a while right. i don't know it I, I really liked that and i know we're ragging our allison mack has done really shitty things oh yeah and for that i really don't see her as a good person mm-hmm. but i will give her credit that in this role even as a, as like a young teenager she's pretty capable at like yeah. holding things down on the kid front and pretty yeah. convincing at like delivering her lines yeah Um, but again, that was honey. We shrunk ourselves. Like we kind of established, this is a movie that as you can hear, it was easy for us to riff on, but we do really, I I really like this. I I like this movie. It's enjoyable and it's on Disney plus. It's an easy, it's an, it's 75 minutes. Yeah. It's super short. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's an easy watch if you're interested, but, uh, and real quick, also a real quick announcement. Uh, next week we are not having a new episode, right? But and I'll do an intro for it, like at the beginning. Uh, we are actually reissuing a Radcast mm-hmm. uh, episode that was kind of like in regards to this show, almost like a demo for the format yeah. of this show and like yeah. making fun of a bad movie. Yeah. As a part of like an episode series we had called Radcast Dollar Rentals. Yeah. It's going to be our episode we did on Agent Cody Banks. Yeah. So we're going to be re-releasing that. That's next week's episode. But until then. The house lights are up, the film's off the reel, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. We'll see you next time.